Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to a PCF podcast. We believe listening to the Word of God will change your life. God bless you as you continue listening to this podcast. Today's Remembrance Sunday and a little later we will be remembering those who laid down their lives in wars and conflicts to bring our nation peace. But in this breaking of bread we also remember We remember the sacrifice of Jesus who laid down his life to bring peace, not just to a nation, but the whole of mankind. Jesus said, no greater love has a man than this, than he lays down his life for his friends. And by dying on the cross, Jesus converted us who were his enemies, who were completely opposed to him, into his friends. Jesus and his death on the cross is the ultimate expression of sacrificial love. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. But also on this Remembrance Sunday in particular, we remember that Jesus is our mighty warrior. He's the Lion of the tribe of Judah, whose battle cry roars across the universe, such that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is King of Kings and he is Lord of Lords. And In this breaking of bread, we also remember that the right hand of our God is mighty to save. That our God in Jesus is so powerful and victorious over any enemy we will ever face. We sometimes in church sing this song that says, The God we serve knows only how to triumph. Our God will never fail. Every war he wages he will win. We know how this story ends. (laughs) Rosalind, would you just remind us how this story ends, how powerful and victorious our Jesus is? Yes, yeah. In Revelation 19 we read, I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and makes war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. Out of his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. And on his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Amen. You know, what's amazing to me is that there is no final battle, that Jesus um, simply disposes of the devil and and his minions into hell by the, the sword of his mouth without firing a single bullet. Why? Because... The most important battle in history was won 2,000 years ago on the cross, that Jesus has already won the war for us. Oh yeah, yeah, we do have battles that continue on day to day. Um, We're in living in the time between D-Day and V-E Day. We still have skirmishes, but the thing that the breaking of bread helps us to remember is that the war is already won. You know, I just pray that the spirit of wisdom and revelation may enlighten our hearts, that we may grasp the enormity and the completeness of Jesus' defeat 
of the devil, that Jesus's victory over the devil is our victory. You know, there's no point in fighting a war against an enemy that's already defeated. What we need to do is enforce the victory that Jesus has already won for us. And there's a wonderful scripture in Colossians chapter yeah. 2. Do you, do you want to read that for yeah. us? Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. <laughs> He was not their prisoner, they were his. I just love that. I mean, do you grasp the completeness of Jesus' victory over the devil? That in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us? That, um, there, that we in every situation are victorious and we give thanks to God who has given us the victory in our Lord Jesus Christ? And yet, you know, Russell, there's a, particularly in this day of um, coronavirus, it's so, so easy, despite knowing that, to feel that we are isolated and alone. Um, we can feel wounded and surrounded as we shelter in our trenches and in our shell holes that can be our homes and our places of work. But God promises that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Jesus promises that he's not just with us in the battle, but he is winning the battle for us. You know, when Jesus came down from heaven to earth, he actually climbed out of the trenches. He actually climbed over the top and he's been fighting through no man's land all the way to Calvary. And he led on the cross. He led his armies from the front. He stormed the gates of hell and the gates of hell could not withstand him. So, you know, when we feel isolated and alone, what we need to recognise and remember is what's actually going on in the heavenlies. That Jesus is still leading from the front, that he's still leading the armies of the hosts of heavens into battle on our behalf, that actually, that even as we speak, he's sent his covert special forces of his angels back deep behind enemy lines to sabotage and to destroy the plans of the enemy and to bring us victory. So what we need to do is to be bold, to be courageous and to trust in the victory that Jesus has already won. And I think you've got some scriptures there to encourage us about that. Yes. In Deuteronomy 20, today you are going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint hearted or afraid. Do not panic or be terrified by them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. And in 2 Chronicles do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And again, Second Kings chapter 6. Don't be afraid, Elisha told him. For our army is bigger than theirs. Then Elisha prayed, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. 
And the Lord opened the young man's eyes so he could see horses of fire and chariots of fire everywhere on the mountain. And as the Syrian army advanced upon them, Elisha prayed, Lord, please make them blind. And he did. You see, amen. You see, it's like Elisha. Um, we might feel we're surrounded, but what's actually going on is that God has got his armies of the heavenly host surrounding the devil and surrounding our enemies. And he is doing it with fire so that he's burning up the attacks of the enemy on us. And we are victorious. You know, God is Jehovah Nisi. He's the Lord, our banner. He's the one who fights on our behalf. So what we need to do is, no matter how ferocious the battle may appear, we do what Moses and Aaron and Hur did. We trust in God. We lift up our arms and we hold them up in praise and in worship and let God win the battle for us. You know that uh, Jesus never actually won the Victoria Cross, but he won something so much better. He won the cross of victory. And when we break bread, what we are doing is remembering that cross of victory. We are placing that victorious cross on our hearts. It's covering our hearts. It's protecting our hearts. It's covering our lives. It's covering our families. It's covering our houses. It's covering our workplace. It's covering everything. The cross of Jesus is everything we need. So let us now break bread and remember what Jesus has won for us. The war is over. The victory is won. The battles continue, but we are on the winning side. Amen. Uh, so now I'd like you to join us in breaking the bread and drinking the wine in remembrance of what our Lord has done. So uh, I'll just read this first. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying... This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it and in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So we take the bread and we take the wine. And Father, we thank you that we can remember you. And thank you for the bread that is body and is broken for us and for the wine and for the blood that was spilt for us. Thank you, Lord, for the forgiveness of sins. Thank you, Lord, for everything. Amen. <laughs>